Welcome to the Runners Who Wine podcast. I'm your co-host, Nicole, a certified personal trainer, runner, and self-proclaimed wine connoisseur. And with me is the always amazing Anne-Marie. She's a DVRT master instructor, fellow runner, and wine lover. This podcast is your jam if you're looking for authentic, unfiltered product reviews, information on all things running, and real talk regarding everything that fuels our runs, including a big old glass of wine. So pour yourself a glass and let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Runners Who Wine podcast. Anne-Marie, how are you doing today? I am doing very well. How about yourself, Nicole? I'm good. I have a new-to-me wine that I'm drinking. Are you back on the wine train this week? No, not yet. I'm so sad. Oh, no. I feel bad then. I won't rub it in. No, no. Tell me. What are you drinking? (laughs) I want to know. I'm going to live vicariously. Okay, okay. I have a Santa Rita wine. It is Secret Reserve Red Blend. It's from Chile, 2014. And on the back, in super, super small font, either I'm getting really old or this font is really small or both. Both. Uh, (laughs) It says, every mirror holds a secret. Secret Reserve keeps yours. For more than a century, an ancient mirror hanging at the Santa Rita estate has kept the secrets of the dancer, of the dances held, toasts made, and the moments shared there. And like each and every mirror, each glass of our secret reserve wine, SR will be filled with the stories that begin as you share this bottle. Wow, that's that's deep. Yeah. Anyway. Huh. It's well, it sounds, yeah. Is it, does it taste good? Is that that's the important question? It does taste good. It good. does. Um, so, give us a health update. What's going on? Um, so, long story short, I went back to my surgeon for a follow up, and he was back in. I don't know if I explained that he had a ski accident while I was in the hospital for the second time, but he was back, and um, he was very confident that I, I had a leak. So um, basically where they had attached things, it started leaking. So I was going septic, (laughs) which is why I wasn't feeling very well. Um, And so he wasn't satisfied with the amount of antibiotics I was on. So I've been back on a 10 course of antibiotics for like, and it's Cipro and Flagyl. And the unfortunate part about Flagyl, um, because it's so strong and it taxes your kidneys so much already, Mm -hmm. um, you not have a drink at all on it. Um, Random story. My husband actually did drink on it once and ended up in the hospital. So uh, I'm taking that warning very seriously and I have been sober for far more days than I've ever wanted to be. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, my name is Anne-Marie. Seriously. Hi, my name is Anne-Marie. I have been sober for two weeks now. You probably shouldn't talk about that, this is a podcast called Runners Who Wine, so there might be some trigger warnings. Yeah. Just saying. But listen to your doctor's kids and don't drink on antibiotics. Don't drink on antibiotics. Bad idea. Anywho, that's just, that's the update. So I don't have a wine to share, but hopefully the next time we record, I will be deep into the sauce. (laughs) (laughs) But you are back to working out. That I am. Um, So 
about two months post-op, um, I started, I actually went for a quick run and then I've done a tempo run since then and a few easy runs. Um, and I did a few like very, not like crazy impact runs. Um, I mean, workouts, but just some started introducing weights again, um, very low, uh, weights, but, and with my sandbag too. Amazing. Yep. You also got your running coach certification. Yeah, so hopefully I need to get my CPR and first aid still. Um, but yes, that's yes, I did. I went to the running coach conference uh, certification at the RRCA convention in um, Virginia, which was held the weekend of the Cherry Blossom Ten Miler. Oh, uh, that race is on my bucket list. Yeah, dude, seriously, I didn't realize it when I signed up that it was that weekend. Um, and then I don't know where my head was at, but then I, um, once I got all the information, um, they had, you were, uh, able to like, you had a guaranteed entry. It wasn't a free entry, but a guaranteed entry into it. Cause it's usually sold out. But unfortunately I knew I was not going to be able to do it. So I had opted out of it early. Um, but it was very cool. I did get to run a- along the cherry blossoms when I was down there. Um, I got to meet Meb and I hear, I heard him speak. I got to hear Dina Castor speak. Um, it was a really cool experience and I'm, I'm hoping I can go, I think next year they're holding it in new Orleans. So (laughs) that'd be cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's something I've been toying with doing too. So maybe I'll do that next year. Yeah. You go for the, it's like three really intense days at the convention. So you go down there and I'll just go out onto like, um, the Mardi Gras streets or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of cool that they, um, they make it work with a race. I don't know if they do that with every location, but I think that's a neat. Thing. I think do something very much because I I believe they were. Um, I know they were promoting New Orleans as the the location for next year, but they were also talking about a race. So I think that they try to do that so that there's you know runners aren't like stuck sitting in a hotel. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and you, Mrs., you've been busy. You're getting married. I am uh, getting married almost uh, two weeks from tomorrow. Not wow. almost, exactly. Two weeks from tomorrow. <laughs> well, by the time this airs, it'll be about a week and a half. Um, my wedding's on May 5th. So I'm getting excited. I got our, we went and got our marriage license yesterday. I, that's always like the big thing. Yeah, and you know, we were we went there and you have to go together probably because they don't want to put a marriage license together if one of the participants is not a willing participant. Okay. We'll have to want <laughs> so it. So we both had to go and show our IDs and all that and he's asking us these questions and one of the questions he asks is um like are you related by like are you brother and sister? And I was like does anybody answer yes to that question? I hope And he's like, you'd be surprised. Oh, my. Uh, well, yeah. Not related. I mean, like, I would hope you don't marry your brother or your yeah. sister. I don't recall that question being asked of me. Must just be because you're in Texas. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's probably. Sorry. <laughs> 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 Well, anywho, speaking of mouses, I'm not even drunk. I'm so sober. Um, Speaking of spouses and significant others, we were going to talk about what to do or how do you handle it or cope or deal or how do you fit in running 
um, when your significant other doesn't run. Yes. So I see a lot of running couples out there and I always get a little bit jealous because Will hates running like with a capital H and a capital A and a capital T and a capital E and a capital S. Hates, (laughs) hates running. (laughs) He hates it so much. And I've tried countless times to get him to like it. (laughs) And it's a lost cause. He hates it. He's never going to like it. And I just have to accept it as one of his flaws. Just Not a flaw, but (laughs) not a shared interest of ours. Well, so what do you do? Like, I mean, you're in a situation now, like, I think it would bother me more if I didn't have kids and like my somebody I wanted to spend time with didn't want to do what I wanted to do. So how do you deal with that being like not quite married, not starting a family yet, like just as a couple? Uh, so I at first I used to feel guilty when I would go out on my long runs and just kind of leave him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially when I'm marathon training because those long runs are like super long and I'm not a super speedy sure. runner. So, you know, I'd be gone for three, three and a half hours, you know, doing long runs sometimes. Um, and I would just leave him. So a lot of times I would wake up early. So by the time I got back, he'd only been awake for an hour. So I would feel less right. bad. But over time, once we, the longer we live together and the longer we've been together and now the more comfortable we are with each other, it's, Long runs have kind of become my me time. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I love Will. Obviously, I'm marrying the guy. But, you know, we're together a lot. And it's always good to have your own hobbies. I think any couple should each, you know, you want shared interests, but you also need to have your own interests. You still need to be your own person. So for me, running is my thing. Right. And that's the time that I kind of get to go out and I get to listen to my podcast or listen to my music or listen to whatever book I want to listen to. Um, And he can chill at home and do whatever he wants to do in his time, you know, work on his car or watch a movie that I won't watch with him or (laughs) something like that. So it kind of, it, it, when I took that perspective, I stopped feeling guilty about my runs and, um, and started feeling, you know, like appreciating both them more. And I think he appreciates them too, because it gives him time to be alone in the house and do whatever he wants to do. Um, But also when, less so now than when we lived in Brooklyn, but when we lived in Brooklyn, life was a little more stressful and fitting in my long run was sometimes just another thing I had to do. And it felt like a chore sometimes because I was living in New York City and, working really long days. So Sunday was really the day to get all the things done. (laughs) Right. And when I had to run three hours, it's like, oh my gosh, that's three hours out of my day of all the chores and, you know, getting ready for the week things that I have to do. And Will was so supportive and understanding during all that. And before I would go on my run, I would make a grocery list and he would go to the grocery when I was on my run, um, which was just super helpful. So I think just if you're training for a run and you have a significant other that doesn't like to run and you have a lot of chores to do, ask them for help with those chores and see if they'll take on a few responsibilities while you're in your training, you know, period. Um, Yeah. 
I think that's a good point. I think, and something else you mentioned in a previous episode, which I was thinking like, so, you know, especially in the times where you're living in Brooklyn and like commutes were long, days were long, time was short. Um, and there was a lot that you needed to get done and it was a lot harder to do those things. You mentioned that you would have wine Wednesday night. So you actually reserved some time for him or for you guys to, to spend some time together when it wasn't, your life wasn't revolving around work and running and chores and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we still do that here. It's our, it's been our thing for a few years now, um, and that's really helpful. So that's totally something you should do. Maybe it's even after your runs. Like maybe you can um, go do something relaxing after you go for your long run. Have a right. glass of wine together, or have them give you a massage. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey now. <laughs> but what about no. you? So um, Anthony's not much of a runner either at no um much like will he hates running like i i don't even know if he at, first of all i would never want to see him run i think he might have a heart attack <laughs> one time like when i first started running he's like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna fit in some cardio and like put on a pair of rollerblades and i've never laughed so hard in my life <laughs> like don't like what, are, what 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 decade are we in like please leave your rollerblades at home um but um, no, he doesn't like he lifts weights. He's definitely like he works out and he makes time to work out, but he's not a runner. Um, I think initially it was like an, I don't want to say an issue, but like when you, I didn't start running until after I had kids. Right. So when you have kids, it's not just like, Hey honey, can you do the dishes while I'm out? And like, right. then we'll go do something fun. It's like, here's like, you know, like a whole bag of crap deal with that while I'm gone for three hours take these small people thank you right yeah um so initially I think it was a little bit like he he didn't get it like he wasn't super supportive like he didn't really show up to my races not out of like spite but just because he didn't understand like that like that was important to me um and he has over time but like He's always watched the kids, but I I would make sacrifices to like get up, like you said, really early and go like before they were awake on the weekends to fit in my long run. Um, now we wake up and work like if I'm on the treadmill during the winter, like I'll run on the treadmill while he's working out downstairs. So maybe like if you can have to fit in a run, like going to the gym together or working, doing it, he, they might not be running, but hey, honey, why don't you go? you know, lift weights or do your elliptical or whatever while I, you know, fit in my like five mile run or something. Um, so I think that has helped us. It feels like we're still spending time together because time is really limited um, when you're parents in general. So that little bit in the morning works for us. Um, but like you said, on the weekends, he's also been, you know, I'll either wake up really early and I'm just getting home once the kids are awake, which has been nice or, um, he's just learned that like, that's something that makes mommy happy. <laughs> um, mommy's happy. Everybody's happy. Um, but I've encouraged him in times when he's not complained, but like you travel for races a lot and you do this, you do that. I'm like, go find your own hobby. So, you know, now that weather is getting hopefully nicer around here, golfing is his thing. So letting him have his own thing and do his own thing when, you know, and kind of being respectful of each other's hobbies is really important. Yeah, I think that's key. I think if you, if you have a hobby that takes a significant amount of time where you need to be away from the house, or even if you're on the treadmill, you know, you can't, 
be doing other things. <laughs> you can't be watching the kids or, you know, going out on a date with him. So yeah, I think supporting his hobbies is really important. Um, being there for each other. I mean, this is turning into a couples therapy right. podcast, but <laughs> no, well, it is. I, it's important. If you, if you yeah. want them to support you, you have to support them too. It, oh, a hundred percent. Um, like it's just, you know, maybe being like, I, I know it's hard cause it's like a lot of times you're like, I need to fit in my run. This is my run. I'm training. Like it becomes very selfish. Like, and maybe that's just me, but, um, being grateful, like coming home and saying, thank you so much for doing the dishes, taking out, you know, the, gar- the garbage or folding laundry while I was gone. And like, just returning like the favor and like a more, you know, e- either by saying thankful or just showing your appreciation because, you know, it's one thing if you're maybe a couple and like you want to say thank you for taking out the garbage or doing that. But like they're also take- sacrificing something that like time that they could be doing something to like support your hobby. Totally. So, yeah. And um, I think also, you know, when you really love to do something, you obviously want the people that you love to enjoy it too. Um, so I have tried to do some running related things with Will that would be more fun for him. Oh, yeah. So like fun runs, um, I think are great uh, because they're more interesting than just going out on a course and running a 5k that's just straight up race right there are obstacles involved or color being thrown at you or or something like that which just makes it a little more entertaining for someone that doesn't like running right because I think one of the biggest reasons people that don't like running don't like running is that they think it's boring it's yeah. not that they think it's hard or that you know it's cardio it's that they think it's boring which sure. You know, I get it's hard when I first started running to like get in that mental state where you can just go and not get bored. But so I think those fun runs are a great way to get people that you love involved and not racing them, but just doing them as something fun you can do together. So some of the things we've done together, we did a color run, which was awesome. And you can stop and walk whenever you want to. We did the gorilla run where uh, I dressed up as a banana and Will was a gorilla. That's so fun. (laughs) We did a dog jog with moose, which was the short, it was like a mile and a half or actually it was maybe like closer to three miles. I think they had two courses and we did the longer one, but moose was loving it. So Will was loving it because moose was loving it. Uh, Moose is our dog for anyone that doesn't know. (laughs) Not Not your pet parrot. And um. And we've also done like Spartan races and Tough Mudders because Will Will is fit and he does work out, but he prefers like lifting and strength stuff. So those type of races, you know, allow him to flex his muscles a little bit. And um, and then, you know, I get to run and he gets to do the obstacle thing and I try to do the obstacle thing as much as I can. <laughs> some of them I can do and some of them I can't do. No, I think that's great. I think that, you know, involving them on a different level with something that you love, that it helps. It helps get them interested. It helps you to, like, get excited and feel like, you know, just, just to support each other. Um, I think this – I've done this with my kids. Like, he wants to watch his kids run. He doesn't really care to watch me run, but he wants to – like, and my kids want to run because mommy runs. So 
he'll come to a a lot of the races where there's like kid runs or races with me. Um, and just to support and cheer on the kids. And then, you know, the kids runs are short, so I'm still running usually, or like I'm running after or before. So they'll be there to support me. So we've made it into a little bit more of a family event. So just cheering on the sidelines, they don't have to run with you, but they can support you in other ways. Absolutely. Yeah. Will is my unofficial race photographer. Um, Yeah. He's super supportive. I mean, at the beginning, like he, he came to my very first half marathon and he came to my first marathon, but the more races I run, the fewer he comes to, but he comes to the important ones. Um, you know, you can't, if you're running all the races, you can't expect them to come to every single one. It's kind of a lot to ask, but he does come to the big ones. And also whenever I want to travel for a race, I see if he wants to come and explore a new place. And he, he has come to a lot of my like racecation races. And I think right. even though he has to wake up early, um, he usually comes to the starting line and sees me cross the start. And then he can go and explore a little bit and then come back in an hour and see me somewhere else along the course. So it gives him a chance to kind of explore a new city too, which he really enjoys. Yeah, no, that's really, I think taking vacation, like I, there was some, place I mean I can't remember where it was but I made mention of it to him oh you know what it was it was that <laughs> that wine marathon in Paris oh that- my god the one in I want to do that so badly what, in Bordeaux or something uh yeah oh my gosh guys you if you have not heard of this race it's a marathon in France I believe it's in September yes um and every mile there's like wine or oysters or other food and everybody dresses up in costumes or like fancy clothes and it's a full marathon (laughs) that you run but it's supposed to be super fun and not not like an intimidating for time type of marathon but a total like fun race marathon right right I mean I would totally do it and um I mentioned it the other night to my husband and he was you're not going to France to run a marathon and I'm like um you could come with me he's like what do you mean I'm like well it's like for fun like it would be a fun thing and he just started laughing at me but I was like you know we can make these vacations where you can come along it doesn't have to be all about me like um, so that, that is a good point. Um, when you're talking about like having will travel with you, um, on the flip side, like I, my husband doesn't come to a ton of my races, um, because we do have kids. So it's either mommy goes and runs the race and has fun or doesn't because we don't have, and like the, we don't have a sitter. Do you know what I mean? Right. So bringing kids to a lot of these races, especially where I live, um, in upstate New York, like racing seasons in the fall and the weather's not always amazing. Um, so it's, you know, he might not be there cheering me on, but he's supporting me by staying home with the kids that day and like helping out and, you know, running them around or whatever. So there's different ways of looking at it. Totally. Um, I used to be really sad at first, like, no way he cheers me on. But now I'm just like, Hey, I get to go out for a drink after and I don't need, <laughs> I don't really care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, this episode's just making me really appreciate Will. <laughs> Aww. Aww. him soon. No, but it's it's nice. Like, yeah, it'd be nice to, like, have a buddy for all of my long runs. But um, I know that he supports me, and uh, I hope he knows how grateful I am for that. Oh, well, that's really sweet and cool. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but I think it was funny when you said, when you opened with the, when we were talking about it, saying like how you get a little envious of these couples and you see them and they're running together. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know many couples that run together off the top of my head. So they must be some sort of like rare breed where both <laughs> both parties are interested. Like, I'd be curious if we polled our listeners, like you guys, everybody listening and said, how many of your, you know, significant others run and, and like what the response would be. I would love to know that. Guys, chime in when this airs, shoot us a message either on social or send us an email. Uh, we want to know. Does your significant other run with you? I'm serious because I th- I feel like they're they're just like a unicorn breed of couples like that doesn't <laughs> it's not normal. The few that I do know, I I believe they met at races. Oh, okay. Which would yeah. make sense, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but- I mean, not all, but the th- yeah, I really don't. I th- I can think of two off the top of my head of couples that I know that run together. Interesting. But also like, yeah, it, if, even if Will did suddenly decide that he wanted to be a, you know, go for runs with me, um, he's a lot faster than I am. Right. So I don't know that we would even run together if we were both runners. Yeah. Well, at least, like, you could have a conversation about it. I mean, like, for me, like, I talk about PRs, and my husband has no idea what I'm still talking about. He still doesn't get the runner lingo. He's like, "Uh uh-huh, okay, sorry, or yay, (laughs) like, here's some wine, (laughs) congrats. (laughs) Um, You know, it's, when you're not part of the sport, like, you don't experience it, it's harder to, not harder to be supportive, but, like, it's harder to really relate. Do you know what I mean? So that, that's a whole other facet of it, but, um, for anybody listening that loves running and maybe does feel guilty for going on their long runs or has a significant other that doesn't really understand why they like running as much as you like running, invite them to a race and invite them to, if you, if there's a race near you or one that you're signed up for that has good crowd support, especially, I yeah. think that will help show them what makes it so cool like that energy in racing is just awesome and I think the first time Will came to a big race and saw all the people cheering and um granted it was a it was a relatively big one it was the New York City half but uh just seeing all the people cheering and the signs and all that energy and seeing all the runners crossing the finish line I think it's really cool. Like it's cool to spectate. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, for us as runners, like we can watch literally like watch the Boston marathon on TV and be like, yeah, go! like <laughs> screaming at the TV. Most people are like, you're literally screaming at people running. Like what is wrong with you? Um, uh, yeah, it's the same. I guess with like people that watch golf or race car driving, like I don't right? get it. <laughs> oh, like, come on. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, like it's the same. Like if you know your significant other has a hobby that you don't quite um, relate to, it's the same type of thing. So just be re- maybe be respectful, like during football Sunday, and let them like have their <laughs> few hours of football time. You know, yeah. let them cheer that on, and you know, just kind of relate it to that. Yeah, and like any any little thing you can do to remind them. Like, like you were saying, Anne-Marie, like, thank them for whatever they did while you were out on their run, if they helped with chores or something like that. But also, like, 
if you were listening to a podcast on your run, like tell them about it. Be like, hey, I heard this is what I listened to when I was out. Like, I think it's really cool. Or I heard this song. It made me think of you. Just like little things to show your appreciation for them supporting you and your crazy miles. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, we're not all blessed with running spouses, but there, there's definitely ways to get around it. I mean, if anybody can, if my husband and I can make it work and I can go out and train and have kids and everything, then, you know, it's just, it's one of those things. And you also have to kind of come to terms with the fact that they might not ever quite get it. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, You, you know, you can't expect them to like, if, even if you've brought them to races and sometimes they just don't quite get it and you just have to say, that's all right, this is my thing. I also don't get golf. Like I literally watched the masters for the first time the other day and I finally was like, okay, explain it to me (laughs) after I don't know how many years. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's, that's absolutely true. Like don't try to force it down their throat. Um, I am guilty. Uh, I signed Will up for a Tough Mudder once and the way he found out that we were doing the Tough Mudder is he got an email saying, thank you for registering. Oh my God. That's bold. <laughs> I mean, we had kind of talked about it and it was one of those things where he was like, I was like, do you want to do a Tough Mudder? And he's like, yeah, maybe I'd do a Tough Mudder. And I, I took that as a, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. But he was a total trooper and I got like, um, his sister wanted to do it, so she kind of signed her boyfriend up. So it was this whole thing. But he enjoyed it, and when we finished it, he was like, I would do another one of those. Like, he was totally on that runner's high or that endorphin high. Yeah. Um, and if uh, I asked him now, he probably would say, hell no. But <laughs> right. right, yeah, ask them, ask them right after they run, and you'll be like, yes. <laughs> but moral of the story is, don't force it down their th- throat. <laughs> Although that was a that was a sneaky little tactic you you did. I know, I know. <laughs> but if That's they really cool. hate it, don't make them do it. No, <laughs> just uh, do as Anne Marie said and let it be your thing, and just let them have their thing, and and that's cool. Right. I don't know. That's just how I've had to like learn to live my life. Like I said, we do. It's not that we don't share the love of fitness. Um, it's just in different ways. He's very like stuck in the 80s and 90s and he does powerlifting <laughs> um and I don't do that um so we do sweatband I kind of wish he did um <laughs> he definitely like grunts and stuff it's super annoying well yeah so I think I don't know how you do it background my kids are like insane right now I'm really sorry continue (laughs) I that's I was actually just gonna say I don't know how you do it with kids that's a whole different ball game and I think we will have to do a podcast episode on how to balance your running with kids because I am amazed at every mom I know that runs that does long runs and trains for races when they have kids yeah you just kind of have to make it like it's like your third child (laughs) <laughs> you just had to make it a priority, but like do it around the other children. <laughs> That's a really good way to put it, I think. I don't know any other way to put it. <laughs> well, anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. Again, we want to know, does your significant other run with you? Yeah. Are you running buddies? Do you do races together? Do they just join you for a mile? Do they not get your running 
habit at all, <laughs> we want to know. Taking a poll will give you the results uh, during our next episode. Awesome. Well, thank you, Nicole. And although I'm sure I'll talk to you before, best of luck on your nuptials. I will be down there crying as you walk down the aisle. Yay, I can't wait. Hey <laughs> for Drinko Day Mayo wedding. Yes. <laughs> oh, by the way, side note before we sign off. So we're getting married on Cinco de Mayo. Will's last name is Drinkwater, hence Drinko de Mayo. That's where that reference came from. It's, it's so perfect. Hashtag, because that's what you got to do these days. So if you, yeah, on May too. 5th, are <laughs> bored and go on social media, look up the hashtag Drinko de Mayo, D-R-I-N-K-O-M-A-Y-O, 2018, and you can see some wedding pictures. Yay. That's so exciting. I can't wait. I'll, I'll be like tagging most of them, by the way. <laughs> yes. Cool. cool. We will catch you guys on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in and we will uh, chat soon. Be sure to check out the show notes for everything we chatted about today. And for more from me, Nicole, check out fitfulfocus.com and from Anne-Marie at thefitfoodiemama.com. And for any questions, you can email us at runnerswhowine, that's wine like the beverage, at gmail.com.